Excellent. I'm really glad to be with you. Also to see some faces I recognize for mission trip. They came in Serbia. This was really nice. Uh, before I start everything, just to introduce my family, my wife is here with me. Uh, we have three children, uh, Dennis, Valentina, and Philip. And uh, uh, we have one grandchild uh, uh, from Philip and Sarah. And uh, now you see another picture. We expecting another uh, grandchild from our daughter, Valentina. And also a couple of weeks ago, uh, our Sarah uh, daughter-in-law also said that they are expecting second child. And we are really blessed. <laughs> Next year we will have three grandchilds. And who is grandfather? They understand this. The best things to be grandfather and mother is you always can leave child back to parents <laughs> and enjoy the life. <laughs> but we really like our grandson, and uh, he's really great joy for our family. And uh, also for us, it's very important that all we serve the Lord, all our children serving the Lord, and all in law serving the Lord. They are not uh, full-time ministers, but they are really serving. Uh, my son is a worship leader, and Valentina helps everything about administration. Sarah is gender working. Uh, Michael uh, doing technical stuff. My son, uh, Dennis, uh, he's a multimedia engineer. He's doing all videos and everything what we need for church and uh, recording and so on and so on. That means really they are involved in our church. Second thing before I start preaching is I want to thank Pastor Lee that uh, I am here and that I can really consider him and Carla our friends. And we are really friends. And this is the beauty of the church. We always have extended family and huge family. But this is something supposed to be normal. Today we think family, one parent and one child, you know, and that's it, family. But when we read the Bible, we see Jewish, uh, Judah family, 70,000 people. You know, it's really different approach <laughs> when we read in the Bible than today. But I really have this approach. We are big family. And I learned this because I'm seventh from nine children. My wife is eighth one from nine children. And we know, know what means big family, you know. On our wedding was very close family together, just 200 people. <laughs> you know, because it was a time of uh, also restriction in the country, and we really tightly choose only 200 people. But uh, I'm thankful that I'm here. Also, I'm thankful for your support. Uh, you talk about children ministry uh, last uh, two years ago. Your church support our uh, making shoebox in the in the Serbia, and we really uh, have a good outreach with this. Also, uh, we, we support us uh, now helping Ukrainians refugees, and we mainly um, helped uh, uh, mothers with children. We uh, in Krakow, Poland. Uh, we are connecting with them. Uh, we are hosting uh, 150 families, you know, feeding every day, accommodating every day, uh, doing everything what they need. And this is not one day, now it's 100 days we are doing this. And your support was really uh, good for us. Also, I want to mention, uh, I don't see now where is here, but a uh, long time ago, I think eight, eight years ago, you bought us one camera for children ministry, 
and we use even today. Ah, no, I see. <laughs> oh, and uh, we made more than 150 videos on YouTube channel. That is it, you know. We have 15,000 followers, millions of uh, books. It's really great ministry. And we start with this camera, you know. Now we have more cameras and everything. But thank you. This was really good support. And I think it's very good investment from you. One camera, so many blessings. And thank you for this. Okay, now uh, I will turn to the Word of God and uh, for today. And I want to read uh, this. Uh, my topic is how to accept the truth and believe. Actually, when we are accepting the truth, we release belief. And on the end of the day, we really got from the Lord what He wants for us. And uh, I will read from uh, Matthew 8. As I told you, I'm grandfather. That means also this coming with, with title, it's coming this, you know. <laughs> when Jesus said, enter, enter, enter it, Capernaum, and centurion came to him, asked for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be held. For, for I myself am a man under authority, with soldier under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I had not found anyone in Israel with such a great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and west and will take their place and the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subject of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done just as you believe it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. Amen. I don't know how this centurion knows, but he really knows that Jesus has authority. He knows this. And this, knowing this truth, Jesus said, he has great faith. He said, even I didn't saw in Israel such a great faith. He really believed and trusted that Lord Jesus Christ have authority. He really knew Christ have absolute authority. And he said, if you say the word, this will be enough. He knew somehow when Jesus says something, absolutely is impossible that this not go through. He knew this. And he said, you don't need to come. 
because he was centurion, he knew that for Jewish is very bad things to go in an uh, uh, unclean house. They will be unclean to the evening. <laughs> they need to wash. They cannot participate in the worshiping temple and so on and so on and so on. He knew this. And he said, oh, I really don't want to make you in trouble to come under my roof. This is not a good idea. But Jesus was ready to go in under his roof. Jesus didn't have a problem to become unclean. But he said, you don't need to trouble yourself. Just say the word. That's it. Just say the word. Because you have authority. And he said, I understand this. I'm a soldier. I know when I command under me, soldier, go. He has to go. If not, he can be immediately in prison. If war time, they will kill immediately. You know, you cannot uh, not obey. You, you have to obey under command. And he understand this. Jesus is above authority. When he commands, everything below him have to obey. And he knew this. And he said, just say. Also, we see this one element. He understand that Jesus have authority. But also he knew that Jesus have to say. Sometimes we said, oh, yeah, we believe Jesus have authority. And because we believe he have authority, will happen. No, no, no. He need to say. He knew even before coming to Jesus that Jesus have authority. But if something going to happen, Jesus need to say what's going to happen. And I really learned this, that Jesus have authority. And he can command everybody. We think he command only believers. No, he can command everybody. Unbelievers, people who is against him, people who said, I don't believe God, people who work against him. Anyway, they have obeyed. And he really have this power. I remember you are talking about renovating a building. Seven years ago, we come to the point that we are in in really small place and we need to renovate our, our uh, church building. And... Uh, uh, actually to enlarge our building. And uh, we collect money almost 20 years before this, and we collect $20,000. And uh, we pay some money to get permissions and everything, and we invite contractors, and they give us offer. And best offer was we are missing almost half money, $17,000. Uh, and uh, I call my elders at home, and I said, okay, let's pray. If it's God time, if God really is with us, we will build. It doesn't matter we're missing 17,000, you know, and we need to collect these 17 years. But we prayed, and we wait on the Lord. And while we're praying, I received one picture of knowledge. I saw traffic light and green, <laughs> you know. And other two elders also have some revelation from God. And we're speaking this, and I said, I saw this, brother. And I really believe God telling us, go, go in this direction. And I said, okay, how we will do? I cannot sign contract and not have money to pay on the end of the day. <laughs> we are Christian. We need to be honest after our words and all this. Uh, and we say, okay, we will put to the church and say, we are 40 family. If everybody give $450, we are covered. It's not a big deal, actually. <laughs> but I don't know if church will be willing, that every family will be willing, and so on. 
And we prayed, and we say, well, okay, we will go in front of church and tell this, you know. And we finished all uh, the rest of the meeting and was lunch. And about 2 o'clock, I sitting on my computer, checking mails and messages, you know, to answer. And one message caught my attention because it was uh, arrived 10 o'clock in the morning when we start meeting. And also, I don't recognize name. I see name, and I enter. No, I don't know this young man. He never was in church. I never met him. Nothing. I don't know anything. But he was written, I am uh, living nearby your church, and I saw that you are planning to build a church. And I don't have much money, but I want to give some money for building a church, but I don't see your bank account where to pay, pay you know. <laughs> and I was amazed, you know. And the Holy Spirit started talking to me. Miroslav, why are you worrying? I can't command no name on the street to pay all this building, and he will pay. Why are you worried? I am authority. I can't command everybody. You know. But I want my people first to give opportunity to build a church. I want to bless them. If they don't want, don't worry. I will pay this. Fortunately, my people was really ready. We collect in two weeks 10,000 euros in Serbia. You know. And we pay, cover, this was first phase. We cover whole building on the end. People understand God wants to bless us. We want to build a church. We don't wait for somebody else to build our church. We will build our church. I, first time I talking to them, they say, oh, how we can build in Serbia, your poor country. Yes. Do you have your home? Do you have a flat? How you build this? How pay you this? All we sacrifice as a family. Yes, one family, and you can do in 10 years, 15 years. Why 14 families cannot build a church? In the same way, sacrifice and give. And really, God help us, and we build this church. And now we are building Druma Church. Almost is finished. We also build in Vrnik Church, in Sea Church. And we, this was really opening eyes. But really point is that we understand God can command anybody. But this is not end. I want to go a little bit farther. You remember storm and disciples in the boat. And this storm wasn't normal storm. Because we're talking about fishermen. They are born in the sea. They was more in the boat than in the house. You understand me? This is people who know what is water, what is a storm, what is waves, everything, wind. They know this. They experience this every day. But this day was special. These people who is born on the water start to be frightened. And they said, we are going to die. Today, we are going to die. Today is really, really huge storm. And they come to Jesus and tell him. And he rise and he said, Quiet, be still. In one second, like somebody press pause, pause, everything stops. No wave, no wind, no thunder. Anything, everything stopped. 
And Jesus, who, uh, and disciples who already experienced miracle of Jesus. This is not the first miracle. They experienced miracle with Jesus. They saw miracle with Jesus. But they come to the point to say, who is this? Who is this? Even the wind and the wave obey him. They was amazed. They understand that Jesus have authority. But they cannot comprehend that Jesus has such authority that all creation have to obey him. All creation have to obey him. How wind can hear? Think about How wave can hear? How they can obey? They cannot hear. No, no, no. You don't understand. It's creation. Obeying his creator. Understand. Creator is standing there. All creation looking to creator. To obey in every second according to his will. All creation. We have the, in Psalm a lot of, of this mountain obeying him. And we think this is just pictures, you know. Uh, 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 writer have an image. No, no, this is true. Every atom in everything looking to creator and waiting just one thing to obey him. We're talking about absolute authority, not on earth, in all cosmos. We're talking about creator. It's really hard to understand. Even apostle didn't understand this. They saw much more miracle than we in life. But for them was too much. Does this does this possible that every atom looking to creator to obey? Yes. Yes. Every atom looking to creator to obey. And be happy to serve him. And we come to this point when Jesus talking with Centurion, he was pagan man, not belongs to the nation of Israel, not belongs to the people of God. And Jesus started telling something for us. Jesus said, I'm worried that among my people, I will not find this faith. Among my people, I will not find that my people understand my authority. Like this pagan guy. We need to understand that Jesus has really absolute authority. And this free us for any fear. I don't have any doubt that something happened to me without his approval. Nothing. Because he is authority. His absolute authority. We was under the bombing time. I was already in three wars. My children was with me. I never was afraid. I knew who is my Lord and Savior. I know that he have all authority on heaven and earth. And nothing, nothing can happen without his approval. Bible tells us that he take attention to something what we not take attention when you take shower, how many hairs go down? You not see this. But God noticed this. Come on. God noticed this. Bible tells us. 
one hair will fall down. Not falling down that God didn't notice. And we are afraid about something much, much bigger. What I find something very interesting. Many Christians are frustrated because they said, we believed, we prayed, and nothing happened. Did it happen something in your life like this? Show me hand. Yeah. Yes. I was frustrated many times. I said, Lord, but I really believe 100% that you can do this. And nothing happened. I honestly pray, and nothing happened. And this confused me. Why? Why? And I start to realize this point. I need to difference between dream and revelation. What is the dream? Dream is what God can do. Do you know what God can do? Whatever. Everything. You can dream about whatever you want. God can do even more. But revelation is what God going to do. And this is huge difference. And people many times not understand this. One example. I believe 100% without any doubt that God can make me fly. Do you believe this? Can God do this? Yes, of course. I believe 100%, 1,000%, 10,000%. But also, I know 100% that he's not going to do. You understand? This is different between dream and revelation. This is between, I understand he has authority and he said something to do. And we need to wait on the Lord. This is why Bible tells us, wait unto the Lord. Wait to understand his will. Wait for his revelation. And when you receive, believe it. And do and go in this direction. This is something we need to do. I remember our daughter, 10 years ago, she was a teenager, and she started to have headaches. And this started small, but after a while, he had to take painkiller every day. And of, of course, we as a parents was worried, teenagers taking painkiller every day, have to take. It's not healthy at all, you know. And of course, we start to pray. And we pray, and we believe God can heal him. Of course, God can take this. And we pray for one year. But still, she have headache and have. We went to the doctor, all checkup. They check about teeth, about this and this and that and that. And so many things. On the end of the day, they say, okay, we, we will send you on MRI for scanning, you know. But this is in Belgrade. We need to wait almost five months to come to this point. And okay, we was on the list and we are waiting. And one time uh, in my home was my father and also some brothers from church. And we was reading Bible and praying. And she came from room and she said, Father, I have again very huge pain. Can you pray for me? I said, yes, we will pray. And all of us start to pray. And while we praying, I got picture, war of knowledge. Uh, when I said, God told me, first, I never hear God on my ears. I not see it by my eyes. But in my spirit, like mental picture come. 
This picture comes in one millisecond, and I need five minutes to explain you. <laughs> you know. But this is how I receive uh, this picture, War of Knowledge. Just if somebody no, don't know to explain, to not be confused. And I received this uh, uh, picture. I saw his head and big two fingers coming like this and pulling one, one tr throne outside. And this was picture. And I knew God is healing her now. We pray for one year, but now I know. Now God intervened. And I thank the Lord. And tomorrow I ask her, how is your head? And she said, oh, it's hurting me, but much less than before. And I don't need to take painkiller. And I remember this picture, you know. And two weeks before this happened, she was working something and have torn here. And I pulled this out. And I uh, said, oh, you remember when you have torn here? She said, yes. And I pulled out, yes. But still hurting for a couple of days. Everything was okay, but still hurting a couple of days. And now it's okay. Same is with your head. Jesus put torn out just a couple of days, and that's it. And really, a couple of days, and nothing happened. Now 10 years, never again. Never again. After two months, we receive, oh, now your turn for MRI, <laughs> you know. And uh, my wife said, oh, we will not go. We know that God healed her. Yeah, I said, yes, I know that God healed her. But you cannot come to MRI very easy. We go, of course. <laughs> we, choose, uh, we use our opportunity. But I felt in my heart, it's right to go. It's right to go. And we went there, and I don't know if somebody was, and you got a DVD, with all what they scan, and you got uh, paper with explanation, what they find or not find, and so on. And I got, I, we have this DVD at home, and I got this paper, and was I reading, and they said that something, uh, they, it's written, it, uh, something inside, but without pathological value. What means pathological value for me? Nothing. <laughs> and I asked doctor, doctor, can you say in, normal Serbian language, what means this? I see something is there, it is wrong or not. He said, no, no, uh, pathological means uh, disease or something, but this is not any disease, nothing wrong. But I said, what means this? He said, I can explain very simply. This is like when you have surgery and you have scar, and we see this scar. Of course, many influence, but we see this scar. I said, yes, you see scar. You see scar. And we have this. We see scar. We serve Lord Jesus. He has authority. And everything under his command. But we need to learn this. Between dream and revelation. If you are praying for something. Wait of the Lord. Ask him for his revelation. About your uh, concrete situation. Ask him, him which way he wants to lead you. Sometimes God leads us with direct uh, healing, sometimes through some medical help, sometimes on this way, sometimes on this way. Ask Lord. We sometimes put in our opinion, no, have to be like this. Why? Naaman had this opinion. Oh, have to be like this. And the pro prophet said, no, this time is different. 
And he become mad. I don't want to do this. I expect this. And what he expect was totally normal. I expect prophet come, lie hand, pray on me, and I am healing. This is totally normal. We do this every Sunday. But God said, this Sunday I'm not doing ladies. I want to do different. We need to find way that Lord have for us. You know, and go, be willing to obey, to go this way. God, God for sure wants to help us. But many times we are not helped because we want to go in this direction. God lead us in this direction. And we need really revelation from the Lord. We need to know in which direction God lead us. Also, we need to know God timing. You know, many people think they will push God by his faith. No, we cannot push God but our faith. Our faith is always echo of what God wants to do. We cannot produce something with our faith. You know, this is always echo what God going to do. And we listen and believe and go in farther. But many times we want, oh, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, and now we make. No, we cannot make anything. This is dream. And of course, this never happened. But when we know where is God is moving, and we following this, we will come to the, to the end what God has for us. And God always has good things for us. This is for sure. I want just to encourage you when pray we always have these opinions oh yes i know that god can do it but i don't know if god wants to do it you know this for example if i ask you do you believe that god can heal today every sickness we have do you hear some amen do you know that god will going to heal this is always our question. I believe God can, but I don't know if he wants. And this uh, picture is very dear to me. A man with, uh, with uh, leprosy came uh, begging Jesus to heal him. And he said what we know. I know you can if you are willing. I know you can if you are willing. And Jesus said, I am willing, yes. I'm willing. And what is really dear in, in this picture, he touched him before healed him. And we're talking about skin disease, about open wounds, about very ugly uh, sin. And Jesus touched him, touched his wound. Not heal him and after hug him. No, 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 no. He touched him in this position. I'm willing to help you. I'm not ashamed of your situation. The, your situation is not ugly to me. I come and touch you. I come and touch you in very this situation you are. Christ really wants to help us. Even more than we imagine. I have many situations that I was okay. People asking for prayer. But, you know, some situation is like this. But God said, no, no, I want to integrate. I have one situation, one old guy asking prayer for healing. And I pray for him. 
and nothing happening. And I'm praying and waiting on the Lord. And Lord told me one sentence to tell him. And we, we was kneeling as brothers. And we went, wake up. And I said, brother, do you know what Holy Spirit told me? He said, what? Holy Spirit told me, if you're going to die tomorrow, I want to heal you today. He started to cry. When he came back, he said, I was praying and thinking all the time. Why am I asking healing? I'm old. I'm going to die. Why am I asking healing from God? And God said, doesn't matter. You are going to die tomorrow. I want to heal you today. I was amazed. Really. But God is really willing. And I will encourage you today to pray. And one month ago, I was praying what to preach here. And I was in my prayer, and God told me to preach this. But also, I asked, Lord, Lord, do you have for me some word of knowledge to share with brothers and sisters that they know that you're going to heal or to do this and this and this? He said, yes, I have word of knowledge, not for you, for them. And God told me very strictly, I want you to learn my voice. My sheep hear my voice. Brother, sister, Lord wants to tell you, not me, you, what he going to do today. And I saw God speaking to this man, to this lady, to this. I saw in, in vision, God is speaking to you. And God wants you to start to listen. To start believe what God reveals to you and go to this direction. And even when God reveals to, for another person to go and minister to another person, God wants you to step farther. Not just waiting for others to have relation, revelation. God wants to speak you. Can we stand? When I start praying for somebody, I always start with one sentence. Come, Holy Spirit. And I wait. I cannot do anything. I can do only what Holy Spirit doing and moving. And I want you today to start prayer. Come, Holy Spirit. And wait. And listen. Hallelujah. Come, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come, Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, your Holy Spirit is here. Hallelujah. You are moving around. Hallelujah. Speak to us, God. Speak to us, God. Hallelujah.